And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Oach. All right, kids, I know we missed last week. Um, I think primarily that is Rebecca and Aaron's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we not, are we going to get any response from you, Bets, tonight? Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, it, it was, uh, just a really busy week for us all together all three of us it was just really insanely busy and we tried to find time to to do a, a podcast but just couldn't get it done so uh here we are today and hopefully we got enough stuff that we can get into it and make some laughs and uh go from there all right uh who wants to go first on what they did last week dinner dinner what? I said dead air. Dead air? Dead air. Dead air. That means when there's nobody talking, it's dead called dinner. Dead air? Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. I started. Sorry. Go ahead. That ROP class for EKG. <laughs> and it's so fucking boring. We don't learn anything. Everything that he's trying to teach us is irrelevant. Milking it for the money. Yes. Yes, indeed. But. <clears throat> more dinner. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see. Other than you guys moving in with us. Yeah. Um, and how long, how many days has it been so far? Mm, almost a week. Week. You guys liking it still? Yeah. The record didn't say nothing. Well. Who's Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> what you can't see is she's flipping us off. Yeah. No, are, are you still happy? You, you glad you made that decision to come here? Yeah. Good. I just hate your brother-in-law right now. Why? I don't fucking like you. Lover's quarrel. It's not even a lover's quarrel. It's one-sided, I'm telling you. <laughs> You start shit with me, and then I get mad, and then you're like, I'm innocent. I'm not innocent. I'm far from I haven't done anything wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> my horns are holding up my halo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about his halo, but at least they're holding up his headsets. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm not going to get too far into this, because I don't want my blood pressure going out, you know, skyrocketing this early in the show. I think your sister's is already there. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I had to attend with was um, Jaden's new school. Now, it, it, let me let me clarify something. The school has been nothing but good to Jaden and I. Um, I don't have a problem with the school. What I have a problem with is the transportation department. 
two different faculties, two different places, two, you know, completely separate. Um, and I've had nothing but issues with transportation. And hopefully as of tomorrow, well, technically this morning, um, well, hopefully that'll be rectified. Yeah. If not, then I will just unload. But I, I'm waiting. I'm giving them a fair chance to make sure that they corrected their mistakes. If it's correct, if everything's fine, then I'm just going to let it pass. But just no kids. I was really pissed off. I was really upset. On top of everything else. Yes. Um, let's see. So other than that, you guys moving in, Jaden having issues with school. That was pretty much the majority of the week. It really was. Um, you know, I, I went to work on Saturday, no, Friday, did my regular, you know, two days a week. That was nothing spectacular. Um, okay, kids. So what we do is, you know, if anybody's new to Scene Red, we get together every week and we find some weird shit to talk about. Um, and as we're talking, I hope I find one particular story tonight before we end the show because it could not be seen read without this particular story. Unfortunately, I don't know where I stuck it. So up a cow's ass, maybe I don't know. That's seen red. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start with the first one of tonight. Tonight's show. It is Woman Finds IKEA bags filled with Skeletons. Yes, human bones. Did I? You you both heard about this? Yes. Yes, I no. have. I mentioned it uh, before I moved in. I don't listen to you half the time, so I didn't hear about it. Be nice. It's true. <laughs> she doesn't. And it's going to slam her face against the wall. I get into like a zone of doing something. You know, it's funny because when we get to episode 100, we're actually going to play back the very first episode. And the googly sound. What is that? What is it? It's so short. <laughs> it's the For yours? Yes. Is that why it sounds weird? <laughs> <laughs> it was like this the whole time. I moved my arm once. Shit. <laughs> He's plugging it back in. There we go. Anyway. It's not that I don't care what he says. It's the fact that I get to like a zone of something. And she doesn't give con- shit what I, con- I have says. a concentration zone. I get to that concentration zone. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I, yeah. And I get mad. But I think you two will enjoy this because just the way that you two talked so lovingly to each other in the very first episode is like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like marriage right there. <laughs> Morbid to each other 24-7, but we still love each other. But is it barfalish because it's so sweet? Oh or? my God. It was just like, wait until you listen to it because I had to go back and I listened to it. And, um, yeah, geez. Other than us messing up on our cues and everything else, and just the way you guys talk to each other, yeah. 
Now we're now we're I like wish over I had here that holding back. each other's throats. Get away from me. I don't know what what you're pissed off about, but you have to be in a good mood or the show will not work. She's holding a grudge against me for whatever. <laughs> I wonder why. I ate a piece of her candy or something. I don't know. Is that what happened? No. Oh. I gave him a piece of candy, but it has nothing to do with this. I'm mad at you because the way you're acting, stop. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> the article says, Those large, bright blue IKEA bags that are great for storing miscellaneous items... But human bones might be in the last things you would expect to find inside them. That's right, kids. While on a visit to, uh, to wow, K L A C K E B E R G A, Clackerberger. Is that Kentucky? No, it's in Sweden. Oh, okay. oh it's uh, like legit IKEA over there. Yeah. Uh, and and at that, it's it's Klackenbergen uh, Church in southern Sweden. In last July, the khaki Carlins. There's like hyphens and apostrophes all over these. I'm like, what the hell? It's like speaking Kryptonian. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) An exotic author says she was shocked to find Ikea bags overflowing with human bones. She's going to put that in her book. We're going to go with Carlin because if you break it down and take away all the punctuation, it's C-R-K-A-R-L-E-N. So I'm going with Carlin. Even though it's probably pronounced something like you know, Schnasowitz or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, told local, told the local, she was researching the ruins inside the church for an upcoming book when she found the bag containing more than 80 skeletons, a sight she found deeply unsettling. The oh. IKEA serial killer. Ooh. <laughs> Coming. This fall, you thought you were going for a couch, but instead, you're going for a coffin. Or an Ikea bag. That works, too. (laughs) (laughs) Keanu Reeves is the Ikea killer. Oh, Ikea killer. So, how many in the room thinks that she planted the bones for her book? Are they real? Yeah, they're real. How'd she get them? She's an author. She can. You can go online and buy human bones. Yeah. One said person that lived here wanted to bring his collection of human bones, and I told him no. Oh. You can buy them off the internet. They're very expensive, but yeah. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, jumping back into this, was he gonna make a spear out of out of it or something? No, like Stephen King. Oh uh, yeah. Stephen King collects human bones. It's just one of those dark, morbid. I've always wanted to collect cat skulls, but other than that, I think that's about as far as I'd go. 
I when I cut a cat's a cat's head off in well it wasn't even so much cutting it off in anatomy class, but when I had to take the handsaw and cut it in half, yeah, I I was done with bones. I, I'm just being honest. So you could never be a surgeon? No. <laughs> <laughs> if needed to be, I could you know, I could stomach it. But when you get the the cat skulls maybe about that big. How many how many inches circumference do you think? Two. Maybe two inch circumference. You got that and I've I've got pretty big hands. So I'm like holding it here, trying to hold it here. And you know, well first of all, it's soaked in formaldehyde and you have to skin well before you first you have to cut the head off. Then after you cut the head off, you have to skin it to the bone. Fatality. <laughs> And then once you skin it to the bone, then you saw it in half. And it just, yeah, it didn't work for me. It really didn't. The other I don't think I'd be able to do it because I, I have a bad thing about comparing disgusting things to when I'm, when I'm eating something. So I'd be eating something and be like, oh my god, that's like cat skull. <laughs> just like roast beef, man. Just like roast beef. <laughs> don't get her started on roast beef. <laughs> okay, let's go to roast beef. No. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to know. So inappropriate. <laughs> we'd, we'd probably get kicked off and see. Okay, let's do it. Come on. No, it's not that this is This is episode 85. <laughs> let's make it worthwhile. So, I was eating a roast beef sandwich the other day. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I will never eat Arby's again. And no, no, no. It's not even. It depends on the roast beef. Because if you get roast beef from Arby's, it doesn't look like that. The more processed it is, the better it looks. <laughs> okay. So I'm eating a roast beef sandwich from Winco, and I'm like eating it, and I'm just like, all of a sudden, I just get like vagina in my head, like you know those nasty <laughs> vaginas that have the floppies on them, the floppy lips thing going. And I'm just like, I can't eat this anymore. Like it, it's over for me. It's like a floppy vagina. It's oh disgusting. Are oh you gotta take a piece of roast beef and tear it down the middle of it. And go, <laughs> and flop it around. Oh. oh. And then pull Breakfast Club and just throw it up on the ceiling. No. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, maybe our. That's our not mid- the first time it's happened to me too, though, because I've I eaten roast beef before and been like, oh, I can't eat this anymore. It's just the way the roast beef lays in the sandwich. I just can't do it. I was going to say, maybe the men, our men listeners, they'll be like, oh, okay, I can deal with that. They're probably over there. But the, <laughs> <laughs> Succulent, baby. But I was going to say, the women, the, our women listeners, they're probably like, okay, fast forward. Like, no more roast beef for me. <laughs> what is that? Just a random thought that popped into your head? No, I'm just eating the roast beef, because it's happened to me before. I'm eating roast beef, and like, I'm just looking at my sandwich, and the way it laid in the sandwich, I'm like, oh, God. Can't eat it anymore. The worst part is she dipped it in nausea. Seriously, I'll eat things. I'll <laughs> see something. No, I'll see something disgusting. Right? Could be anything. This is random, but and then I'll be eating something one day, and it'll like remind me of something disgusting I saw. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> see now, I have a, a visual of like an 80 year old porn queen oh, vagina. No. <laughs> roast beef, people. Roast beef. I wasn't ready. <laughs> You gotta get the, the, the more processed the roast beef is, the better it looks to eat. Let me tell you that much. I don't know if now I'm gonna, like, when I get a roast beef sandwich, I'm like, hmm. just tuck all the edges in. Oh my god. <laughs> you open the sandwich up, tuck in the edges, and it won't matter. 80 year old. 
Wow. I think that, I think you'd say that to somebody if, n- n- never mind. No. Took, took no. all the edges in. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> somebody wearing a, a little two, two, uh, clad of a bathing suit. Oh my god. <laughs> hanging off, flaps are hanging off. You know, that, that all I can say me. is that shit, that shit's not normal. Cause the first time I seen them like that, I was like, what's happened to her? What's wrong with it? It's, it's inside out. That made me think of that movie with, uh, what's her name? Uh, the fat chick and the, her cousin in real life. They're cops. Oh, Sandra Bullock and yeah. Melissa McCartney? Yeah. Oh, The Heat? Yeah. And uh they went to the club or whatever and they went in the bathroom. She's like, what, what's that? Like, they're Spanx. What are they for? You, you know, to keep everything, you know, tucked in in there. Like, well, what's going to come flying out? <laughs> roast beef. Roast beef. How did you get roast beef from a bag full of bones? How'd I don't go, know. How'd you go there? Oh, because the cat skull. Mm. I said I wouldn't be able to do that because I'd probably cut open, I'd eat something, and they'd be thinking of that cat skull. And you know, of course, when I'm cutting, because you have to dissect the cat, too, of course the cat had to be pregnant. You know, of course. That, I have to admit, on a scientific basis, because if if you guys don't know, I I really don't talk about this, but I, I was going to school for nursing. I'm actually about five credits away from getting my degree in math and science. I only need one more class before I get my degree in math and science. So, you know, I enjoy science. But the 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 cesarean that I had to perform, that was that was interesting. That really was. Huh. I'd probably over there. <laughs> well they they were just formed where you can kind of see that they had a cat figure and they had the slit in the eyes. And they were just developing the the slit in the mouth. The mouth couldn't open yet, but it was just starting to develop. Oh, okay. How big were they? Uh, probably maybe what two inches. They were tiny. You should have seen this little thing that Scarlet gave birth to one time. It was so cute, but it, I knew it was gonna die because mm-hmm. it was probably about that big. And it was like I didn't know she was pregnant, by the way. So was it about three inches? Yeah. And it had no fur, but like, it had fur, but it was like little fuzzies. Uh-huh. No, Scarlet's like, a chihuahua. Yeah. Just to tell and the listeners. I didn't know she was pregnant, and she was sitting on the, the chair at the house, and she's like guarding something. I'm like, what are you doing? I pick it up, and I see this little thing. It was just, it was dead, though. Obviously, because it couldn't live. Right. Because it was so small. But it was so cute. It was like a little bear, bear, hairless bear. <laughs> I'm serious. Aww. <clears throat> Seeing red, evolving yes. conversations. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm uh, checking here to see what else. Did we talk about the man? Well, let me let me finish this. Because... Oh, wait, I got a better evolving conversation for you because we want to talk about dead animals. Okay, go for it. And st- I will still never get over the time that when Scarlet was a puppy. Uh huh. She was probably six or eight weeks old and. There was four puppies all together, and 
They're like under, because we have like high lifted couches. So they're under the couches and I call them out of the couch and here they come. <clears throat> and they got something in their mouth, like playing, playing tug of war over it. I'm like, what the fuck do you have? Like, it was Scarlet. It was Scarlet, Maddox, Mia, and Mo. And they were, they all had something in their mouth, like they're playing tug of war over it. Right. And I get down and I look and they have something in their mouth. I don't know if it was a dog or a cat, right? And they each had a leg on it. The thing had no head. And to this day, I still don't know where that came from. Really? It was, I think it was a pup. I don't know if it was a puppy or if it was a cat, but it was headless. It was like a newborn. <laughs> It was like a newborn animal. Oh, that's fucking nasty. And I'm like, ah! I'm like to my mom. I'm like, mom, I can't do this. You're going to have to find the head. Cause if I find the head, I'm going to flip out. But we never found the head. Nobody knows where it came from. I didn't have any cats that had had babies or nothing. Someone must have like killed it and threw it in our backyard because there was no head and we never found the head. That's crazy. It yeah. is. Ooh. Yeah. It traumatized me. I literally thought I was going to find a skull under the couch like for months. It's like, if I find that skull, I'm just going to freak out. <clears throat> morbid. That, yeah. Very morbid. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's, let's see. What were, we were talking about the Kia still, right? Ikea serial killer. So they didn't, they don't know where the bodies came from. They're not scared of this. They're not worried. Uh, let's see. It says, how would you feel if your grandmother and grandfather, Caitlin said, of the discovery of the personal blog, according to the translation by USA Today, USA Today, according to early reports from the local, the bones have been setting there since 2009, when part of the church was remodeled for wheelchair access. The bones were supposed to have <laughs> been reburied. Ah. So they took all the bodies out and they threw them all in bags and they were like, okay, whatever. <clears throat> so she didn't stage it. Well, it would have been a lot more interesting if she was Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're saying here at the end that the bones might be around 500 years old. So at this point, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah. That's kind of messed up, though, just to throw a whole bunch of people's bodies in bags. Like together. <clears throat> well, yeah, at least, you know, be courteous enough to individualize them. And catalog them, maybe. Yes. I think she was... Our... My daughter, your guys' niece, is here on the couch. She can't hear what we're saying because she has her own headphones on. But I think she was just about to fall asleep. Um, And I think she dropped the phone on her she face. She did. Okay, um... Here's something more scene red esque for us kids. And I think Aaron is the one who brought dropped me this email. It says Grandma will spend six months in jail for public sex. Yes. Did you hear about this? No. A married grandma of fourteen faces Damn. <laughs> I'm thinking like she's eighty years old. She's probably like fifty. Oh no. A a married grandmother of 14 faces six months behind bars after she had public sex with a man who was not her husband at a public pavilion in Florida. Peggy Klim, 68, and her 49-year-old companion slash co-conspirator, Sir David Bolia, were sentenced Wednesday after their romp at Lake Summer Landing Market Square. Um, 
let's see. Apparently, a retirement community there at the villas, which Orlando reports. Wait, sorry, I jumped the line. Uh, apparently, a retirement community there called the villas, which house 100,000 people, is known for its wild nights and its $3.75 cocktail and public sex. Clem likely got arrested because she was on probation for a previous reckless driving charge. Daily Mail reports she was slapped with six months in jail when she took a plea deal for public sex. Clem and Bolea were caught with their pants around their ankles having sex against the Bait Shack Hut at 10.30 p.m. June 12th. Okay, I'm gonna shoot this. You guys, open up your, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this back over to you so you can see what Grandma looks like here. Um, <clears throat> this, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna shoot it to you, Aaron. Okay. Okay. There we go. And you guys can see what Grandma looks like. Does it show her man? Yeah, it shows the man, too. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> At first, I had a hard time believing that she was 68. Yeah, she doesn't look that old. Yeah. He actually looks older than her. He does. Um, it continues on to say, she stood in front of the front of a judge on Wednesday and mouthed, I love you, to her husband of 50 years, Frank Klum, who stood beside her despite the philandery. She's been married since she was 18. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She is a superwoman, as far as I'm concerned, he told Click. She probably was a stripper at one time. Probably. And she deserves a second chance. That's all I have to say, the husband said. Oh, Really? You're going to all that? Because he's an idiot. Yeah, I know. She's a whore. <clears throat> you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, but if you're banging a dude against the side of a wall that's not your husband... In public. In you public. You might be seeing red. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that's sufficient grounds for divorce. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She apologized through tears as she walked out of the courtroom. She'll get credit for time served with the 135 days left of her sentence. Bolea is also serving a six-month sentence. Wait, 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 wait. What? That bar that she had sex with him at? Uh-huh. Is in the retirement community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Wow bunch of freaky old people man um let's see and when she gets out there's a drink waiting for her the daily mail reports that the red sauce bar in the retirement community is making bank with their new cocktail sex on the square it's a <laughs> rum coconut cream delight with a cherry on top and it costs three dollars and 75 cents so grandma got caught with the pants down and and I, you, you know, I'm gonna have to go and say I I probably kind of agree with that. She probably was some type of exotic dancer, stripper, prostitute, or something. Because not 
normal, normal people, just normal in general, normal people would not have sex in public. No. Absolutely not. So and even if they're fucked up. Yeah. You know, even when you're like super, super drunk, you're like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. You, know, you can be wasted and, and completely like, uh, but, but grandma was like, do me, do me before my dentures fall out. Hurry. I don't know. She was coherent enough. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. So we've got grandma here on the ropes. No pun intended. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com.
Well, I got a story. Okay, what do you got? I found it on the side. Okay. Morgan <laughs> admits to having sex with a hundred dead women. What? Says, okay, it gets kind of gross on here though, but anyways. An Ohio morgue attendant admitted to having sex with at least 100 corpses while on the job, federal officials say, in court Friday. Kenneth Douglas, a 60-year-old Hamilton, Ohio resident, said he had sex with the corpses between 1976 and 1992 while working the night shift. In the, des- in the dip- deposition as a part of a lawsuit against Hamilton County, Douglas admitted to being drunk and on drugs while committing the crimes. I would just get on top of them and pull my pants down, Hamilton said in the, in the dip- the dis- I can't say that word. Deposition. 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 Uh-huh. To the Sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, according to WPTV, if I hadn't had anything to drink when I went into work, it wouldn't have happened. Douglas added, I would do crack and go in and drink and go in. Oh, that's nice to know. Douglas was convicted of gross corpse abuse in 2008 after admitting to having sex with the corpse of a nitro woman who had been murdered and nearly decapitated. That's, that's disgusting. Nasty. In 2012, Douglas admitted to having sex with two more corpses. In the case, in the case of another murder victim, Douglas said he had sex with her corpse the day she was killed. Now Douglas has admitted to having sex with up to 100 corpses many times while the bodies were being stored for autopsies. His crimes were first revealed when DNA connected him to the semen found in one of his victims in 2008. Sorry. Go ahead. The woman's killer, David Steffen, admitted killing the woman but denied raping her, according to New York Daily News. The county is now being sued by the families of the three victims who said the morgue director failed recklessly and autonomy to supervise Douglas. The family's case is supported by the wife of Douglas who said she had tried to alert the morgue her husband's actions but was told to stop calling. Douglas' wife testified in the, de- the deposition that he reeked of sex when he picked when she picked him up from work. Aww. She said he, she said she called the coroner's office and reported <laughs> him, but the morgue supervisor told her to stop calling. He said, "Whatever happens on county time, on a county property is county business." Said Douglas's wife. The county argued that because the case involved unknown criminal acts of, of an employee, it should not be held. Li- they should not be hu- held liable. So it's getting on. More than one way, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not the drugs. He's got a obsession or uh necrophilia. Yeah. Right? It's not just oh I I did crack so I'm having sex with decapitated bodies. No. I mean having sex with any dead body is disgusting. But when you're having sex with a mutilated body that goes even further. Yeah. To like a sick place. That uh, yeah, that's nasty. <clears throat> oh my god, that's just gross. Seeing red. <laughs> morbid tonight. Where did you find that at, though? On the side of that page that you sent me. Oh, the Huffington Post thing? Yeah. There's another one. I don't talk about it on the post. We're not recording, are we? Yeah, we're recording. Oh. <laughs> but. Well, tell me. I, I'm I curious. Can't, there's nothing to read, but it says, because it's a video, but I have it turned down. Uh-huh. But it says that there's a boy, a 12-year-old boy charged with murder, and his reason was because no one loved him. So he killed another 9-year-old boy and stabbed him to death. Oh, jeez. Yeah, at a park. That's because crazy. nobody loved him. That's like the most stupid thing I've ever heard. I killed somebody because I'm unloved. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got something here. I'm trying to pull it up. Let's see if we can do this without getting so much crap on here. Okay, this one's for us, Aaron. 
It says the or men and their toys introducing the Guybrader. Yeah, yeah, I sent you that too. The Guybrader. <laughs> yeah, the Guybrader. Send this to me. I had it all up there before. Send this to his Facebook. Okay. Yeah. It's, it should uh, be in the message list. But it's not him. Oh, I'm sending it right now, though. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Make that bigger so I can read it here. Uh, let's see. Warning. Play subject. This are this oh. article contains sexually explicit material that may not be suitable for young children. That's pretty much seen red altogether. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> and if you're letting your kids listening to seen red, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> the only show that my son is allowed to listen to is Who's the Boss? That's the only show he's allowed to listen to. Oh, and, well, of mine. He's allowed to listen to the movie Madhouse, too, because they keep it, you know, pretty PG, PG, PG-13 in that area. But, uh, yeah. Okay, it says, When Adam Lewis was a small child, he received a pleasant surprise while swimming in his grandparents' pool. I came across water jets, and to my surprise... It was an incredibly enjoyable sensation, he recalls. <laughs> that was, I guess, the first time, the first experience I had with, what is that, F-R- Frenulum. Frenulum stimulation. <clears throat> Since that chance encounter, that the pool jets, Lewis developed an interest in what he referred Please stop talking like that. <laughs> I can't deal with this. Why? Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I can tell. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Since that chance encounter with the pool jets, Lewis developed an interest in what he refers to as alternative, alternative methods of male stimulation. Masturbation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hot octopus. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see this? Yeah, I see it. <clears throat> as the founder of the UK-based sex toy brand Hot Octopus, he de- delivered a series of toys targeted at women. But notice there were a quantity of sim, similar toys on the market for men. While there were a various rubber vaginas and sex dolls and masturbation sleeves, there were no male toys out there that worked as vibrators for men. <sighs> okay. Uh, after doing research, Lewis discovered that the only option available for men interested in purchasing a toy uh, for for delirium stimulation was not in the sex toy market, but in the medical field. He came across a medical report describing penile vibration, vibratory stimulation, or PVS, 
a technique used to bring male victims of spinal cord injuries to orgasm. Five years later, Lewis and his team released Pulse. <clears throat> released Pulse. Oh my God. A vibrating male toy. Sex toy. <laughs> that, that brings marketing as the world's first guy breeder. Jesus and Guy Brainer should not be in the same <laughs> uh, Released last year, the United States Pulse $99 is essentially a vibrating sheath that can be worn over the male's penis during sex and while masturbating. Lewis says it it's one of a few sex toys for men that doesn't really rely on what he refers to as the old age or the age old up and down motion that proven success for for millennia it's for the lazy man yeah you just lay there <laughs> forget guy braider it's masturbation <laughs> there you go <clears throat> we're very much conditioned to what hold on we're very much <laughs> conditioned to be Stimulated in a certain way. Okay, I did read that right. Which is amazing considering how obsessed men are with their penises, says Lewis. In the first, I'm the first, believe it or not, to break the rules in that way. In itself, the concept of vibrating sex toys for men is nothing new. There are vibrating dildos, <laughs> vibrating cock rings, even vibrating condoms. But Pulse, the Pulse, is somewhat unique in that it relies on whatever that is. Now, <clears throat> number one, as a dude, you if, if you're going to get something for sexual pleasure... I don't think the pulse kind of does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-uh. It, it sounds like, I don't know. I don't know. Like we need something like over manly. Yeah. The Wolverine. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the pulse is like, it's like, you know, the 2014 Chevy Pulse. Yeah. You know? Oh, I need a new car in my life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Rub one out. <laughs> oh, that's the car of the future. You'd be driving and getting off at the same time. Powered on masturbation. <laughs> it's powered through heat friction through your pants. It jerks you off while you while you uh, steer. Yeah, try to focus during that. Everybody be dead. I know. Yeah. There'd be so many wrecks. <laughs> Okay, I was looking at this is a good one. It says, uh, where do I, let's see, where do I want to go? Okay. <clears throat> it says, and this is a quote, I hate when people ask, why do men need sex toys? I've never heard of such rubbish in my life. What, what? I want to ask, 
Why do you women need sex toys? Hot, hot. You've got a hand. That'll do. It's, right? That's what they said for males, too. It's obviously just not the case for the women. Hot, hot. <laughs> it's obviously <laughs> not the case for women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to get through this without laughing. <clears throat> Rebecca's over there just like... Mm-hmm. Shaking her head. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and not... And it's not the case for men either. There are 100... 100 different ways to achieve orgasm. Why should us guys have only one? Fucking... I know. Let's see. There's oral, rectal. That's not uh, masturbation, though. I hope. No. Unless you're Marilyn Manson, or Ma- yeah, Marilyn Manson. God, the thought of rectal. Or you could be like somebody we know. Oh, oh, do tell, do tell. Oh, you already know this. It involves somebody. A in my certain family. person, his family that likes it up the butt. Oh, do tell, please. We told you about this. I know, but I don't think you've talked about it on Scene Red. So there's like this person in Aaron's family, and he only likes up the butt, but he's supposedly not gay. Well, he had a kid. (laughs) That's all we'll say. Okay, that's enough for that. Uh, There's still one more. I can't find it. We can't go out on... Well, let's see. I, let me see if it's here. Okay. Because, you know, Lace sends me some really good stuff to talk about. We never even covered Robin Williams dying, did we? No, that's more of um. Oh, shit. That's more of what we think than seeing Red. What is going? It involves video games. <clears throat> what What are you looking for, Bex? Her love. No. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> God, Lord Jesus, she looks like Golem. Who? <laughs> that story I told you about the woman who tried to have sex, or who was having sex with her with her roommate's dog, and then tried to kill her roommates. Oh, yes. Okay, hit us with it. Okay. So the police arrested a New Mexico woman, Sherry Walter, 53, after she tried to poison her roommates when they discovered she had had, she had been... <laughs> when they discovered she had been... Tra- I can't talk. Oh, my God. When they discovered she Take had two. been having sex with two German shepherds and called the cops on her. At the same time? I have no idea. One news source described Walter's picture above as Golemesque. Well, you know what? They're right. <laughs> so here's how it all went down. According to a complaint filed with the local police, one of Walter's two roommates says she caught Walter's lying nude inside a shed on their property having sex with her dog, Spike. The two roommates after... After... No, I can't talk. The two roommates are brother and sister. Walter's then admitted to having sex with both her roommates' dogs many times. This caused Walter's male roommate, whom she was dating apparently, in addition to nailing his dog, to break up with her. Well, yeah. The three people then had dinner together the next night. During dinner, both roommates noticed their food tasted different. 
One roommate said that the water wasn't very clear, but drank it anyways. Walter then asked her roommate, aren't you going to eat? Walter attacked her and admitted to putting rubbing alcohol in both roommates' water, as well as a toilet bowl cleaner in their food. What a fucking moron! She stated she did it because she was upset the male roommate broke up with her after she was caught doggy style. <laughs> the male roommate stated he was worried the dog would contract diseases he was aware Walters had. Some good news, though. Walter is in jail, charged with an aggravated battery, cruelty or extreme cruelty to animals, and assault with intent to commit a violent felony. You know she's fucking ugly when they, like, well, we can charge you with a bunch of things, but that's just cruel to the animals. Right. A veterinarian at the local animal hospital said both dogs suffered only minor injuries from sex with Walters and that any disease Walter had been carrying couldn't be transmitted to the dogs. Both roommates are recovering medical treatment due to the ingestion of toilet bowl cleaner and rubbing alcohol. Um, I read this on another page earlier, and she said that she'd been having sex with dogs since she was 14, but you got to see this woman's picture. She's okay, so real. let me see her. Ugly. Holy shit, she She's is. like Gollum. She does. With hair. My precious. My precious. Right? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Only here. I, I like how she's her. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you because you found out I was raping your dog and you don't want to be with me anymore. Nah, if you wanna try to get somebody, Let's like go. sick, you take the thing you clean the toilet bowl with, uh huh, and you put a steak over it, and like rub, rub it with the steak, and then tenderize you it. Give freaking Marsa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then here, put some, Aww, put some A one on it. And they wouldn't know. That's nasty. <laughs> Uh, okay, kids. Uh, this will be our last show. Our our last. Uh, our last show, apparently. No. He said it. Uh, you wish. <laughs> I don't wish. Our last story for the night is what I meant. Well, we've talked about Venezuelan fart porn. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I was going to say poodle moth. And then I was going to say, <laughs> then, then we talked about the Venezuelan poodle moth. Tonight. We talk about the Venezuelan woman. Okay. It says, Venezuelan woman smuggles $120,000 of cocaine to Spain in her fake breasts. Have you heard about this? Lacey kind of told me about it, but I don't understand how they just put it like in some saran wrap stuck in her titties or what? Like, what happened here? <clears throat> um... Let me get there. I'm going to shoot you the... I bet you they filled up the silicone bags and then did some botched plastic they're, surgery they're on not, They didn't probably go with silicone bags. Let's see when I look at this. Okay. You sent it? Yes. It says, Venezuelan woman arrested as she came off the flight from Colombia. After body search found irregularities in her breast, she confessed. Doctors at Madrid Hospital removed implants containing 3.75 pounds of cocaine. I told you. A woman has been arrested at Madrid Airport after confessing to hiding 70,000 pounds, or what was that, $120,000 U.S., worth of cocaine in her breasts. The 
43-year-old Venezuelan woman used two plastic bags containing 3.75... Plastic bags. Seven pipes, three and three-quarter pounds, or 1.7 kilograms, of cocaine as breast implants to get through customs at the airport in Spain's capital. Oh, my God. You must be seeing the cut. They're really plastic bags tied in little knots. Yeah. The woman was singled out when she arrived at customs due to her nervous appearance, but officials found nothing after searching her possessions. Let's see. The woman just had a ride on, arrived on a flight from Bogota, Colombia, and officers took her to one side due to her behavior as she went through customs at Madrid Airport. Although nothing was found in her luggage, custom officials ordered a body search, full body search. A frisk by female officers revealed irregularities in the deformation in both of the suspect's breasts. The passenger then became nervous and confessed to carrying cocaine implants. A police that a police statement said on Friday. Did you see? Where they cut her? Yeah, they didn't. It's like infected, and they didn't even cover the bandage. It's gross. They didn't do shit. They also they stapled it. Yeah, disgusting. Fucking nasty. So what? She's like, I'm gonna be rich. I don't have to have breasts. Like, what is this? I don't know. And it's just like, ugh. So, uh. And you know the nasty Don't do thing. drugs, kids. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, before I go on, if you turn it around, you can really you can really see the infection of the breast. Hold on. Yeah. Let me see if I can show you. Turn it down towards us a little bit. Tilt it. The screen. Ooh. It looks yeah. bad. Yeah, you can see like the pus forming and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so she's gross. like, I don't care if I have titties or not, I'll be rich. <clears throat> My question is, is like, is it like, uh, you know, you owe us a favor? That's what I'm thinking too, because you'd have to be forced to do something like that. It looks really painful. They probably had like somebody that they know in a hot. Like a hostage or something, because they owed him money. <laughs> so you do this for us, and we will let your honey go. But yeah, they literally they stuffed two plastic bags in there. Um, let's see. It says she was rushed to a hospital where doctors removed the implants from each breast, containing one point one or one point seven kilos of cocaine worth seventy one thousand pounds. Spanish police carry out regular checks on passengers arriving in Madrid, Adolfo something international airport on so-called hot flights from Latin America. Between January 1st to July 15th, Custom has seized 1,087 pounds of cocaine, believed to be worth 20 million pounds. So I don't even know how many 20 million pounds it is. But that's 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 fucking nasty. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm 
I don't know. You would have to do something. Uh, you know, you'd have to be in some type of situation. For see. sure. <laughs> because it looks like, I mean, if you look at the picture, it looks like they went and they like hollowed all her boob out. They looked looked like they took out the breast tissue yeah. and mm-hmm. stuffed it in there. I was like, oh my God. Well, that is morbid. Oh, man. That was crazy. All right, kids. This episode really went by fast. Um, hopefully next week everybody will be more in a chippery mood. Everybody. And, uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. We always do. All right. For this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rexy Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're going through customs and you see this woman with really perky breasts and all you find out is it's just loaded with cocaine then you might be seeing red good night welcome to seeing red you.